1: By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini-chords.
0: And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 494 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Sally and she is our total organ student And she wrote, I made it uh, to the piano after work today. Spent one and a half hours working on choir music for the fall, both accompaniment and choir parts. Open score for choir parts is always a challenge. I hope to make it to the organ tomorrow for prelude and postlude work. So I guess we could focus a little bit in our conversation Osha on uh, studying open scores.
1: Yes, it's really fun. And it's often a challenge, you know, for pianists especially. I remember when I was back at school, you know, in the Chilonis National School of Arts, and one of my accompanists could not read from an open score. So actually my teacher forced me to write down everything into a regular... Steph.
0: Interesting. This is a shortcut.
1: It is, but you know, it would take hours for me to do it. To rewrite you know, all the music.
0: Is it helpful or not?
1: Well, for what? For me? Uh-huh. Maybe yes, because I could you know learn each voice, because we would have to memorize you know, all the voices of uh, soprano, alto, tenor and bass. And to be able to sing them from memory, so in that, that that way I think it helped me. But I'm sure it did not help that accompanist to improve, you know, and to polish her skills, because I think it's you no know, an useful skill to be able to read from an open score. Mm-hmm. And I think it's uh, probably an necessary skill if you are dealing with choirs either as conductor or, you know, as a accompanist or as an organist.
0: I guess the first months really suck, and um, you're feeling there terribly when you get to play from an open score right away for four, from four uh, voice notation.
1: But look, we are an organist, and it's easier for us than for others because we already are using three lines at a time. Most of the time, yes, because we have right hand, left hand, and we have pedals. So, three independent lines. Now, here you just have additional.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So, that's it.
0: But I still remember myself struggling with it at the beginning uh, of my studies at the art gymnasium uh, back in Kleipeda. So I guess a more systematic approach would be probably uh, easier for a student and less stressful. What if uh, a person took not four-part notation, but let's say one-part notation and only played uh, one line? Right hand, left hand, and then after, let's say, a week or a month They would do two parts. Soprano alto, soprano tenor, soprano bass, alto, tenor, alto bass, tenor bass.
1: I think that's a very slow approach. I don't think many of us will have time to do it.
0: And then three-part notation, soprano alto tenor, soprano alto bass, alto tenor bass. And finally, four-part notation, soprano alto tenor and bass. Guys, you you cannot see ocean now, but she is covering her ears. <laughs> Why?
1: Yes, you confuse me all these combinations. now. I would just sit on the organ bench and I would practice from open score. That's it. Yes,
0: and you would uh, be fine. It's okay for you to feel. Um, um, really slow at the beginning to, to, to progress really slow
1: you know I would compare playing from an open score uh, a little bit with you know uh, learning how to read from other clefs
0: mm-hmm. sure
1: let's see C clefs and you know my students try to cheat on me very often with you know this skill In, instead of learning you know how it's written we uh, try to write down no in the treble clef, let's yeah. say. alto clef. No, transpose into the treble clef. Yeah. And when I see it, I'm telling them, you know, it took you so long, you know, to write down all this thing. You better, you know, spend this time by learning that exercise from an alto clef.
0: Mm-hmm. It would
1: give your, uh, you a no know, bigger benefit because next time when you would learn a new exercise, it would be already much easier.
0: It's like an investment. Yes, Yes, you invest a little bit of time and it will pay off the next time.
1: That's right. So I guess, you know, what I would suggest, you know, if you have to play from an open score, do it more often. And I believe it will get easier with each piece that you will learn.
0: Mm -hmm. I guess having open score reading course in our... Total organist community would be beneficial for students too.
1: True. Plus, you know, there are pieces that are written in five lines, like you no know, Bach's Magnificat, for example, for choir. It has you no know, five lines, and it's a polyphonic music, so it's really tough. So maybe you need to to side read it, you know, and then go back to your regular four staff notation, and you will see that it becomes much easier.
0: And there are double choir motets for eight voices.
1: True.
0: And for 12 voices too. Okay. Let's, let's
1: don't go over. You always like to exaggerate things.
0: Alright. Um, so maybe look forward to to such a course, uh, open score reading uh, course uh, from us. I have an idea uh, while talking... T- you Osha, that it would be nice to to select a, a, you know collection of music and go through through it methodically. How how would you teach others in reading uh, those open score notations, and uh, by the end of that course, people would feel much more comfortable.
1: Yes, because it's really a useful skill.
0: So guys, let me know if. This type of course of open score reading training would be useful to you. All right. Thank you, guys. This was with us. And Usha. Please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice.
1: Miracles happen.
0: This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online.